Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Bolo has a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race UK. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling the GNT Podcast. Clank. Hey everyone, welcome back. Can I just say that I feel like we haven't podcasted in so long. I was thinking that today. I felt like I'd been walking in the desert for a week. Right, I'm, I'm like, I, I forgot, like, are the mics on? Did I, <laughs> did I connect the mics? Um, is the sound connected? Are the wires connected? Are my wires connected? Like, I just, I started, like, questioning, do I even know how to podcast anymore? It's only been a week. This used to be the norm. Before yeah. we podcasted twice a week, this was normal. But was, I, yeah. I feel like I came in today thinking that we must have missed the week. It was something. a very, very strange feeling. It was only I felt be- bereft. It was only because last week on Saturday, we realized that there was not going to be a season 13 episode mm-hmm. that they had a special coronavirus. Which we actually didn't get around to watching. Well, I Maybe know. Maybe we'll watch it before the next I know, episode. Car- I know Corona. I know her. Karen. Yeah, she's been around virus. for a year now. A yeah. year. Can you believe it? A year. She's quite a stubborn guest, isn't she? I mean, I just. Unwelcome. And she's still here. I know, right? She doesn't take a hint. So we didn't know that there was going to be a gap. Mm-hmm. And there was like, what was it like? I think on Saturday, I was like, what do people do with their time? <laughs> and I was walking walking around, went to a cafe, mm-hmm. took my own food because, you know, you can't eat in there. I, I took my own <laughs> little picnic, went for a walk. I was like, I was so... Was, uh, you know, you know that when you when you know you're supposed to be somewhere, but you're not there, but like, you're still like it was like a normal Saturday morning, wasn't it? It was very strange. I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I felt I felt guilty. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, should we just podcast something anyway? But no, there was no point. We, so we're observing our civic duty. So we apologise to all the people who were waiting by their phones all all Saturday, yeah. waiting for their their notification that mm-hmm. Spilling the Jeansy podcast was out. I apologise. We did let everybody know on the Instagram. But um, you know, and the know. Twitter, and the Twitter, yeah. Um, but you know, what about you, Tom? Not only were you off for a whole week, whole then week. you had a a podcast gap. Yeah, like you must have so much emotion <laughs> and opinions just rearing to be released right now. I feel like, um, and this is the perfect time to cut your mic because I've had enough. <laughs> I, <feel laughs> I like, want you to be silent. I feel like a bottle of prosecco that's been shaken up and it's just ready to burst. Talking about that, I'm having my. First drink of indeed. 2021. Yes, indeed. I am sipping Graham Norton's Savion Blanc. <laughs> yes. It's actually really good. It's I, don't actually know, nice. I don't know if it's good because I haven't drunk for two months or if it's good because it's actually good wine. Is it good? It is good. I enjoy it. It's it's quite light and fruity and floral. Graham, if you're listening, we're open to a sponsorship deal, frankly. Babes. Because it's a product we believe in. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we will endorse this <laughs> weekly. Gladly, we'll... We'll push your product. Well, everybody... Hopefully- also, it's from New Zealand. It's a New Zealand wine, uh-huh. and I'm from New Zealand, so I feel like I'm missing out. I feel like I'm being cheated out on some kind of sponsorship And Graham deal. Norton dated Tina Burner, so it all fits together, doesn't it? Hey, it's like a conspiracy. Okay, that, that came out of nowhere. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. I don't know what... I don't know what and look, if anyone's slurring, it's, it's still going to be only Dr. Tom, because he's a drunk. Monique, <laughs> 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 shame. Monique, if you you if you know if you know Dragula, you'll you'll know that reference. Speaking of um, alcoholic traits, um, we will be doing a brief review of Joe Black's Deco Punk 
Jen, on Saturday. So tomorrow morning, we are going to spill... The thing is, we caught... Saturday morning. We caught spilling the gene tea, aren't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. But... We don't. We didn't waste a drop of alcohol. <laughs> no, absolutely not. We look. If, if, if it happens to spill, we're, we're vacuuming it up straight away. <laughs> Trust and believe. It's mopped but, up, and the cloth is squeezed back into the glass. <laughs> it's open up, open up, and thank you. We make use of it. What do you drink it with? Like, I don't know. Like when you buy gin, usually they tell you on the packet the flavors, but his is quite generic. Let's just let's just get a nice. And there's nothing on his website or his Twitter that says enjoy it this way or ingredients. Let's so that's already that's already one cross. I'm sorry, I take my alcohol very seriously. <laughs> that's one cross against you, Joe Black. The second cross is because I bought it three weeks ago, and it came <laughs> three weeks later. But we were I, very excited. I can get a bottle of gin. To, yeah, I'm, I should calm down. Yeah, I? It's <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think <laughs> let's, calm my ass let's just get a nice tonic water and have it with some ice and fever a slice. tree. I'm gonna get some nice fever tree. Yeah, uh, tonic water. Maybe as add a bit of fruit. Give it a bit of citrus. Let, let's draw enjoy it in a fairly unadulterated way i think so we can really you know enjoy the 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 undertones and the overtones and the sideway tones the sideway tones the middle tones <laughs> yeah every single tone we will taste it <laughs> i'll look up some ingredients and mm. i'll make us a nice concoction Thank you. for saturday Thank you. uh now let's talking about thirsty <clears throat> now we did say at the beginning of I don't know if it was the beginning of UK or the beginning of season 13. I feel like season 13 <laughs> started last year. Am I right? No, it's, it's, no, it's it feels like that day. long. I feel like they just, they're like, you know, this is the song that never ends. <laughs> the, the, it just goes on and on, my friend. <laughs> they yeah. started on New Year's Day and they actually have more queens now than they started with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like, yes, I don't know what's happening. Mm. They've prolonged it. Mm-hmm. They've brought people back. It's, I don't know what's happening there. It's crazy. The The good side is that we get more time mm-hmm. to get to know the girls, to oh, get definitely. to know the queens. But the, now, the, the idea is that people are saying that they're dragging it out so that they can definitely have a live finale and reunion. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Did we say that? Have we mentioned that? That the conspiracy is the reason that they're trying to prolong season 13 mm-hmm. is to avoid a Zoom type oh, it finale. The, it was the worst reunion ever. It was just tragic. Yeah, it was awkward, wasn't it? I mean, it couldn't be helped, really, but it was it was Kel Dommage. It was Trey Tragique. I was going to say that we are going to be posting. Now, we are, we're not proud of this. I'm not proud of this. Uh, but I feel like we need to post for Thirst Pick, Dr. Tom. I'm not there. I think, Tom, I think a lot of the people here love you. <laughs> According to some of the Instagram comments and the YouTube comments, I don't know if we've said this. No, I, I know, I know for a fact I've said this. Doctor Tom is on a YouTube channel with mm-hmm. um, one of our friends, B. Yeah, on and B it's View. called B View. And what B View does is it kind of does an analysis and mm-hmm. appreciation of music, mostly contemporary. The, but con- he, yeah. with certain pop icons, B has taken us on a journey through their anthology. Yeah, and Madonna is one of those icons, and. I have participated And Dr. Tom has been on four, four yeah. of these reviews. It would have been more if, you know, time and circumstances had allowed, but B's had to get other guest stars in. Um, I don't think the views and the comments are quite the same as the ones that I was on, <laughs> but there we go. If you are listening, please, and you do like to watch uh, 
YouTube, everyone does. But you want to see Dr. Tom talk about something outside of drag, which is Madonna, which is kind of the same thing. Let's be honest. Yeah, Check a- it out. Check out Dr. Tom and Beeview. You can see what he looks like. You can see his handsome face. You can see his <laughs> muscly body. You can see why no. why we may be putting up a thirst pick. Look, we have to we have to put just, out there. Um, you're looking amazing. So you've come to the end of your challenge. I. I'm not looking at my best at the moment, I don't think. But I, if, if we leave it a few weeks, Tom, I can I'm, work on it. I'm all about body positivity. <laughs> I really you. am. I really am. I'm all about... It's not about posting a thirst There's, pick with an amazing body. Your body is amazing regardless. There's so enough whether room you're for big, everyone. Yeah, there's room for everyone. Let's just say <laughs> Let's that. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh, no. You know what? I would like to see how to become a Brit Crew member. Mm, you should look... I will... Guys, Barlow is looking absolutely... Oh, stop. He's in Oh, top no, notch shape no, at the no, 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 no. He's always there, beautiful. Look, the reason why I want to be moment. a Brick Crew member is that I want to go on there and I want to promote the hell out of my podcast. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be I, seriously, while the cameras are, are you know, when they're, you know, they're not always rolling, but when I get a time, I'll be talking to the girls, going, "Hey, so um, do you want to come into my podcast and talk about talk about this experience?" <laughs> I, I, I will be that person. Just and even report. When you... Do you need a, a judge? Do you need a pair of judges yeah. for uh, season three? Because uh, <laughs> me and Doctor Tom, we're kind of really good at this. And even when you come on and even though it's like a non-speaking part just like every time you're on screen so check out Splendid the gnt podcast and like dating a bit they definitely can't cut yeah you know oh yeah just talk yes. over room right? or just like really mouth Real. it as i'm dancing in the background just mouth it spilling the gnt <laughs> have, yeah, a spilling the GNT. <laughs> have a badge or a t-shirt okay we'll look into this cool. uh on that note the note mm-hmm. of talking to that i do want to have a quick mention and a quick huge thanks really to a lot of you who reach out yeah we've uh, had some lovely messages you're reaching week. out to us through twitter mm-hmm. you're reaching out to us uh via instagram it really hurts i i appreciate it it really warms my heart and we have been getting a few and i really would like you to mention some of them just a little handful yeah um, I mean, Charlie. Charlie's always giving us uh, lovely vibes. Charlie's OG. Charlie's an OG. She's an OG. Shout She's out to hey, Charlie. Charlie and baby. <laughs> um, we've had some lovely messages as well from Lizzie and Kaisa. And the general vibe, really, from, from both of them, um, were the, the finding our opinions refreshing, which is a nice nice word to use. And also liking the kind of... Um, the feedback was that we, we don't stray into mean, which I really like as well. We critique, but we don't stray into mean and... Or, or kind of like overly critical and we keep it light. Oh, so that's like nice. I really enjoy that as feedback because we really do try to not feed into the more toxic aspects of the fandom. We're not here to mm. slag off queens who are just here to entertain us. We're here to enjoy a reality show. It's, it's an appreciation. And mm. through the lenses of our profession, profession? we give profession, <laughs> through the lenses of our skills and profession, we, we give the critiques that we know how to give. Mm-hmm. But it's not to take away from how amazing and how brave these queens are yeah. to put their art on a platform Definitely. that is toxic. Let's yeah. be honest, that is known to be toxic, mm-hmm. to put the art in front of a, a huge number of people. It takes a lot of bravery and courage. Really so does. we're not here to bring you down. No. I mean, I, I'm sorry if I, if sometimes I might, I don't know. Do I? Do I, I get quite, I, I get quite critical, but I don't feel like I ever get mean. I, I, I like no, to. No, I, I, I don't think you do. I don't think you're ever, I don't think either of us are. Can well, we do a, a Shady Raven edit? She shit. <laughs> I would never say that. No one. I don't want to see anyone making any clips of Bolo talking bad. Could, could you imagine? Like me saying, I'm never mean and I hate her. I hate her. She's shit. She should die. I have said about one or two outfits. I have said the word I hate it. 
I'm, oh. I'm going to put my hands up. I've done yeah. it. I'm part of the you problem. You can't be clean. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm the toxic fan base. Yeah, you're the feed into it. <laughs> you're, like, you're the reason there's more and more people coming out. I think I said it about Tia's pterodactyl. What about uh, in other comments? That, that's the gist of it. I want to give a shout out to Charlie, Kaiser, and Lizzie. Yes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hello. So nice. And hello. Mm. Something about uh, if, you don't, if you're listening, and I'm going to go through the certain scenarios right now and see mm-hmm. if I can pick it up. <laughs> you're either driving somewhere, you're in your car now and you're driving, okay? Mm-hmm. If that's you, hey, you're. Walking around, you're doing your daily exercise mm-hmm. and you're listening to my voice right now. And my voice is saying hello and thank you for listening and I'm walking with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's 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 where I'm coming from. You're in your bedroom putting something on in the background mm-hmm. and you're hearing my voice right now in this moment. And we're saying hi, <laughs> hey, thank you for listening. To Another scenario. I'm talking to you. I What's can picture is... Um, uh, yeah, it's a Saturday morning and you're having a nice relaxed Saturday morning. You're pottering around, you put some coffee on, you're making a nice breakfast and it's just on in the background. Yeah. You know, you've watched Drag Race. And then um, another thing that people have mentioned is a bit like having a kiki with friends because some, not everybody has a friend to talk to about Drag Race. Oh, that's good. Yep. Well, that's it. Like whenever I used to go to the gym, I would put, when I, the way I listen to podcasts is I'd put it on and feel like I'm part of a conversation yeah. or feel like I'm working out, but I can hear someone having a really interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're eavesdropping, that's what I feel like yeah. a good podcast will do. And I know we do that. <laughs> I know absolutely we do that. So I'm thank you. Certain. Look, what I'm saying is that thank you very, very much for joining us mm-hmm. and for giving us your time. So yeah. shall we move on? So let's go on to the episode. How so- are we on episode eight? of uk and what is season 13 on episode well, they, i think they'll be on nine now because they've dropped an episode and but two, they, they were only two, two have gone home <laughs> look how are we on episode eight of uk well we started seen, and, and they're also sitting home for seven months and they're still <laughs> ahead of these girls like about what is are we in the time warp is this the Matrix? Let's do the time warp. Um, so we're back in the room. We're back in the room. And um, the girls come back. Sister, sister went home. I'm still heartbroken. I'm I'm not even sorry about saying that. I, I miss her. Tom. I've missed her all week. Um, but the girls come back in. and Tom. Well. Just no. Tace sent her home. Uh, but Tace is now my, my horse who's in the race, if Tace you like. Tace didn't just send her home. She damn... That lip sync, she picked her up by her hair. Did a Miss Trunchbull from Matilda, <laughs> swung her ass around and around, and then threw her out the window. Not and there was no Matilda there to stop her. No, no, no. She went straight on out. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, that she 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 kicked her out. She kicked her out of the competition. Not according Tom. to Ahura. Ahura says, oh, it was a close thought thing, wasn't it? That was actually quite shady for her to say that yeah, because yeah. it wasn't really. Because, in my opinion, in my opinion, really matters because I'm a professional. 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 Taze knows her damn body. The way that she just sleeks into certain positions that require, you know what? That require a lot of strength and a lot of balance. Mm-hmm. But what makes her a professional is she makes it look effortless. If you can make a hard move, if you can watch a hard move being done and think that you can do it because they made it look easy, uh-huh. that is excellence. She, and Taze was doing that with the barbed wire oh, yeah, all was. over her body. Like, she... Call the medics. I don't know how she survived. I was literally looking for blood drops. (laughs) Blood drops on the damn stage. She was doing back bends and and shoulder stands. Yes. 
Well, so, just... sister put up a, put up a fight, bless her. But taste did. Yeah, she was, sister was there. Yeah, so, she was. <laughs> she was present, okay. and she didn't walk off like Jenny. Yeah? Okay, okay, enough. Okay. <laughs> Um, Go on, Tom. So, um, so sister's gone home. Taste sent her home. The main kind of like folks when they come back. So we've got the the London girls and the Scottish girls now. It's not we? girls. It's gals. 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 Girls. That's what they say here. Scottish. Gals. 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 Yeah. In Liverpool, it's Gales. Okay. Um, but interest me because Tace is not from London. She's from Wales, and so she could align herself with the Scottish girls as Celts. They're all hmm. of Celtic origin against the, the Anglo-Saxons. A horror works in London. No, Tace. Sorry, Tace works in London. But still. So she's a she's, Welsh queen, but she's a working girl. But she could align herself with her fellow Celts. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's what I would do. I hear, I hear what you're saying. And <laughs> just tell her to Tace. Okay, I am not Tace. Don't come at me for your opinions on her. I'm just here to podcast with you. And Lawrence has a little brave heart moment. Freedom! So there the girls go. left a Lawrence Cheney with three wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got Bimini with two wins and a horror with two wins. We got Tace with one win. And then we have Ellie Diamond. And ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Why? Why the shade? And then we have Ellie who's really tall. Um, yeah. And nothing for Gritty Wieners. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. But then that that's how we, we that's the theme for the beginning of the episode that we've watched now, isn't it? That you know, Ellie has not won anything and she's feeling very underestimated by the other girls. She's trotting out all these cliched drag race oh, lines. Oh god, um, yes. Don't go. you underestimate me because you don't know what I'm capable of. <laughs> and you don't necessarily know what's gonna happen in this game and that kind of thing. As in you know, if there was a book, and I think we can release one, a book of lines in reality TV shows, uh-huh. specifically RuPaul's Drag Race. Specifically Legandra Strange. That are guaranteed to make it into the show. Yeah. And those lines are, I didn't come here to make friends. <laughs> or I, or what did she say? Don't underestimate me. Don't underestimate me. I've got so me. much to bring to this competition. Yeah, yeah. And I'm your worst nightmare. I'm going to bring it to you this week. <laughs> That's, she's, she's starting to spit out all of those cliches. Don't underestimate me. <laughs> oh, God. That, that was pretty. I think that was pretty. I didn't cool. know she was Jamaican. Back it up. <laughs> that was Scottish. Don't underestimate me. And honey, I just want to say, well, based on how you're performing, mm-hmm. the evaluation is you're not doing well. You haven't won. Therefore, my impression of you is not overly estimated. It's possibly quite well, what I'd say about Ellie is that she's had she had a few high placements and she's been safe and she's never been in the bottom. So That's what she needs to play. She needs yeah. to play. I've been consistently high safe. Yeah. Yes. And I haven't. And then she, if I were her, I would have been like, what's it like lip syncing in the exactly. bottom? Exactly. She needs to learn she's how to turn it around. Enough. She's not like. She's too young. She's, she's not too quick young. on her feet when. She's obviously a smart girl, but she's not quick on her feet when it comes to like her quips and stuff. So obviously these, these girls. Which, are, which, in my opinion, and mm, I know it's going to be yours too, to not be able you. to, to not be able to. Like backhand something, uh-huh. a, 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 a something, a dig. If someone, to, if mm-hmm. someone digs at you, if you can't backhand it right back, mm-hmm. harder than what was thrown at you. I, I don't know. For me, that's a very drag. As Raja taught us in Untucked in season three, that's exactly what she said. That's drag. Mm. You dra- drag queen is lethal. Their tongue is lethal. Mm-hmm. She just 
it seems quite naive. She she's she's young and she's and I want to say she's quite young, but then but then we have um, amazing young queens as well, Mm. like Violet Chachki was quite young. We had um, Violet such a different sensibility to Aquira. He was quite young. Violet was armor plated in terms of her sense of confidence. She went in there just like knowing she was going to win the thing. Um, She she's cut from a different cloth to Ellie. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, So we trot onto the uh the mini challenge which is mask for mask singer this is an interesting one because they've got to adopt a let's say in inverted commas stereotypically masculine vibe for uh rupaul's song uh kitty girl so i think it's supposed to be a little funny juxtaposition kind of thing isn't it mm-hmm. what i find interesting is that when they stand together these girls collectively look like they're in an 80s new wave band Ellie's the only one who like makes a point of being like, I'm going to go for androgynous look. They all look androgynous. She was giving me androgynous Jim from the holograms. Jim is my Ooh. name. I was like, okay. I, I was seeing work. Spandau Ballet. I was seeing Soft Cell. I was seeing Frankie Goes to Hollywood. Taste looked like Iggy Pop. Strutting around with no top on. Um, well, what about Ahura's look? Did, Ellie was quite... Turned on by was what a, was what was, was a horror wearing a Ellie was getting a wide on wasn't she she was what was a horror wearing she, it, she, she was wearing like a, a harness it was kind of like an androgynous leather daddy setup wasn't it because she had like a harness and a jacket and a mirror cap does it I don't kink but, shame I really don't no no do you have like, any kinks huh um doctor sleeping can yeah. <laughs> Tom, that's a thing, actually, isn't it? Like, what, while they're sleeping, you... I don't mean it like that. I mean, actually, Tom, just having a really nice nap. Tom, that's really predatory. I can't have you continue to be on this Cancelled. podcast. Cancelled. Yeah. Cancelled. I meant just having X. a nice nap. Well, um, what is it? Do you have any kink? What, what, what's the best pickup line? Give me a pickup line. What was the best pickup line used on you? Do you know what? I'm just so vanilla. I just like having a nice chat with people. I, pickup lines are cheesy they're empty the the best pickup line to use on me in the sexiest pickup line is i'll pay for dinner oh, <laughs> oh my god that just gets me going i'm like oh, t- talk dirty to me carbs <laughs> i'm like whoo <laughs> makes me queef i'll i'll spring for dessert yeah <laughs> double chocolate <laughs> no no i need to stop there who won this challenge Ellie won. I, to me, I, I to mean, me, it's, 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 you're supposed to make Rue laugh in a mini challenge, aren't you? Yeah. Um, to me, it was a horror and Bimini who probably made me laugh the most. Absolutely. I'm with um, you there. But I felt taste like embraced the kind of like, oh, yeah, Musk character thing. The best. Let's let's cut to it and just say Ellie was given the win to stir up. Storyline purposes. So to give Ellie the win, who, who hasn't won anything, to give her control mm-hmm. over the order of... You'll hear about it soon. Let's talk about it now. Yeah, no, the th- Maxi Challenge. Let's talk about the Maxi Challenge mm. first. The Maxi Challenge this week is a comedy night, okay? Celebrating the theme of love. So they have to do a stand-up comedy it based mm-hmm. on their observations on dating yeah. and love unrequited love that kind of thing mm-hmm. okay so it's comedy set based on love and because ellie had won the mini challenge she yeah. was given the honors of choosing the order which for... they always make a really big deal out of don't they there's the, the show has this idea and i don't know if you agree with it has this idea that oh this makes or breaks a queen's performance whether they're first or last or in the middle whether they're after someone strong or after someone weak. And sure, there must be something in that. 
But it just comes down to who's funniest in the end, doesn't it? Funny as funny. Yeah. There. That's it. That's that's literally it. But it's not about whether your jokes are funny. For me, when they make a big deal out of the order, Mm -hmm. it's about someone's confidence in that placement. Yeah. How confident am I going being funny if i'm the one going first therefore meeting the crowd first opening the crowd and setting the tone Mm -hmm. because then that changes that that pressure adds on to you your performance becomes harder because of that pressure or how i'm funny amazing great Mm -hmm. how funny am i after half an hour 45 minutes of other people listening to funny yeah. Yeah. Are they yeah. over? Are they over laughing? Have they heard it all before? Like, what are the energy levels like? Are they now hungry? Are they waiting for us? <laughs> There's so many factors. So it's not about I'm funny wherever I'm placed. It's about where you are placed. The the pressures and the audience, um, the way that they receive you, that changes depending on the placement. The main factors that I would think of would be opening the show to a cold room is a bit harder. Um, going after somebody really strong, you're going to struggle by comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and closing it because of what you said, maybe a slightly fatigued audience could be harder. Yeah. In competitions that I've done, mm-hmm. um, the the first ones are usually the, the non-placed ones, so they don't mm-hmm. have a rating. The non-rated and the ones without reputation, those groups go first. Mm-hmm. And the best go last near the end and so people know that so they expect the best ones to be near the end so they don't come near the opening times Mm -hmm. they come near there or if they the people that do go to the early ones literally are are just the relatives or the friends of the people who are performing so Mm -hmm. that there there's there's that factor that goes on with where you are placed okay personally me for something of this nature on drag race a comedy set, I would want to go first. And I've said that time and time again, I would want to go first. Why? I want to set the bar high because I know I will and I would love them to try to match me. I want to get over and done with. I want to make sure that my joke's the first joke they hear. So if there's any kind of different renditions of that joke, because some jokes are very similar, mm. if there's any other renditions of that joke that's said after me, that's the people, remind, yeah, people, are, mm. people don't appreciate it the second time around because they've already heard it and then they start to look at that comedian in a different light they're like wow you're a biter that, that's not original yeah, what, I, what else do you have i wouldn't care about my placement i just paint myself green and hope for the best <laughs> <laughs> tamar tamar do you watch the, do you show? Watch the show do you watch the show michelle i came out wearing your favorite color girl oh. i don't know why i always going to share when i do alexis michelle I heard Alexis. Did you? Thank yeah, you. I hear Alexis. <laughs> I'll close out the show and I'll let them eat cake. <laughs> so the placements, therefore, are a big thing. And also, I think by now, for the RuPaul's Drag Race girls, as well as it being a competition, and mm. as well as it being something that you want to excel in, there's also a sense of camaraderie and that you want to make sure that your season 
is remembered for having a good snatch game. You want to make sure that your season's remembered mm-hmm. for having a good rusical. So you you want to make sure that your season's good mm-hmm. for having a good comedy set. And so there's the like, can we respect each other enough in this competition to make sure that we do well so that people remember season two? So that was Alaska's attitude on season five. Yes. She wanted it to be a good performance. All right. And we know Alaska's the consummate professional. Professional? Professional. Um, but she actually, um, the judges made a big deal of her going first. She put herself first because she knew she was a strong comedian and kind of implied that she'd lost herself the challenge by putting herself first. But again, I think that was storyline, you know, Alaska, the underdog, living in Sharon Needle's shadow. Absolutely. Coco snatching the win, you know, the pageant girl from the the comedy girls. Um, but then I remember Shangela being super strategic in season three because Shangela, she's always the um, the kind of... Nancy Drew of drag and the planner and the schemer, isn't she? And she's such great TV. And Shangela was determined to um, destroy the Heathers, essentially, wasn't she? So she was very calculated about the the order. And good honour. Good, good honour. Shangela makes such good TV. If you're going to play the game, play it good, play it unapologetically. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay? If you're going to play the game. If you're not going to play mm. it, then, be, then then embrace what you're going for. If you want to make it good yeah. for everyone, make it good for everyone. But if you're going to be that diva, if you're going to be that conniving girl that's going to mess with people, then mess with them knowing that you are messing with them and don't apologize do you, and don't backtrack. Do you know which Angela clip I, I watch on a regular basis, actually? The bit where she tricks Carmen Carrera into going for reggae. Um, in the music challenge and she's like she she literally she, she is on camera she goes up to camera and she goes I love reggae do, 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 do. and she, she makes that little noise do, 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 do. like that's a reggae song yeah. <laughs> my favourite reggae uh, song I do, love do, reggae do, 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 do. <laughs> and then did you love that reggae? Isn't that amazing? And, and Carmen, all sweetness and light, goes, Rue, I'm a reggae girl. I'm going to take a reggae. And she leaves it with country. And then there's, it, there's a close-up on Shangela's face, like pulling like an evil villain eyebrow with her country CD. It's fantastic. So the the judge for this week, who's mm-hmm. going to also be judging this comedy set, oh, is Dawn French. Dawn now, French. you, you look, you grew up in England. You and also Wales. Lawrence Cheney, wherever. <laughs> Wherever that is, Tom. Uh, you grew up with Dawn French. Yes. I don't know Dawn French. Mm. She seems to be a big deal. She's um British uh, legend, icon and star. She's a true national treasure and institution. So she came to prominence in the uh, 80s as part of the alternative comedy scene with her comedy partner, uh, Jennifer Saunders. They... I know Jennifer Saunders because she was going to be in Sister Act with yeah. Goldberg in London and we got tickets. Yeah. Go on. So the, as a partnership, they're one of my favourite things I've ever seen on TV. They did funny little quirky sketches, um, lots of spoofs of movies and all sorts. Um, and they also had their own side projects. Uh, so Dawn French is equally famous for the hit comedy series Vicar of Dibley. Uh, and Murder Most Horrid she did as well. And Dawn, uh, Jennifer Saunders went off and did Ab Fab. So they both had solo success, massive solo success as well. Great. Um, so they're both amazing, stellar, talented, beautiful, amazing women. So she is royalty. She's she British is TV royalty. Who is she the equivalent of in, say, the States? So you could just ask me with any. Who's she equivalent of in Holland? Um, States. Um, who would she be? She'd be somebody who is like a stand-up comedian, but was also had success in sitcoms 
but is like beloved and uncontroversial. Is she like Ellen before Ellen was cancelled? Yeah, I was thinking kind of like Ellen or Rosie O'Donnell, but they've had like controversies. Yeah, Yeah, they've been (laughs) cancelled. Dawn French. America, what is up with you guys getting cancelled? They're both lesbians. Oh, Um. it could be there. Oh, oh, there it (laughs) is. We're getting cancelled next. (laughs) Um, No, so imagine them, but stripped away of all their like problematic and controversial behaviour. That kind of success. All right. Uh I'm with you. Okay, let's see what she does. So I'll tell you the order that Ellie chose. Ellie... This is, I think this is very strategic. So good mm. on you, girl. <laughs> Ellie went first as a horror, and then followed a horror. Following a horror is Ellie. Mm-hmm. After Ellie is Bimini, mm-hmm. and then Lawrence. Closing it off will be taste. Right. And then she says afterwards, "If there's any ill will to that, let's talk." Now that's so. I have quite often thought throughout this series that Ellie is a little bit producer prodded. Or, Amen. Yeah. I feel like she has a um, an earpiece, an earpiece, <laughs> and the producers are like, "Look, we have to give you an earpiece. You're just not making great TV. We mm-hmm. need you to be a bit more catty here." So I yeah. feel like she. So she said that list, and she goes, "If there's any ill will, let's talk about it." Her Bam! Equi- her, Lawrence pounced. Her, her equivalent in the USA season at the moment is Olivia, I think. Although they're very different personalities, Olivia's the one who like asks the questions that you know the producers. No, I are don't. Asking. I don't think that there's any comparison with. Olivia and Ellie at all. That very, very specific trait is all I'm saying. Olivia stirs the pot and asks questions in the same way. Anyway, so she makes a mistake. No, I think Olivia and Horror are both of the people who um, are confident to ask the questions. I don't feel Ellie is, is on that level of personality as... Olivia at all okay, so okay. you made a really bad comparison <gasps> so I really want to focus on this I really stop the podcast <laughs> I really need us to zoom into the fact that that comparison was just it was shit that glass it was of, shit Tom it was shit you would never say that <laughs> I would never say that that glass of wine has gone right to your head <laughs> continue <laughs> so like Ellie says it was such a lack of conviction she she inst- like the way she should have played it should have been like yeah I'm being fun sassy shady Ellie and I'm setting you up to fail ha 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 isn't it hilarious let's all keep Key. That's it. She should have done a detox. Yeah. So uh, That's you all. guys are getting the first verse mm-hmm. and Alyssa, you and Coco are paired up. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Get to work. <laughs> and like, but she backed down as soon as Lawrence showed a little bit of irritation. Ellie was like, oh God, I'm sorry. You know, she didn't stick to her she, guns. You know what? She started to stutter. She started to be like, what, like, like go confront me. I'm going to say something. I want you to okay, confront me. Okay, this is the specific bit. Okay, yeah. and you'll be Ali. I'll be Lawrence. Yeah, okay. No, okay. Oh, so I'm sorry. So um, you actually think you're going to get a repeater badge today? Well, yeah, yeah. I, well, well, <laughs> well, yeah. I think that I am. I am funny. <laughs> well, I don't effing think so, <laughs> laddie. Well, that's what I feel about. That's that's how I feel. That I the the list should go. <laughs> Can I please have a little rise up, Um Does anyone else have any opinions? <laughs> so I actually end up feeling bad for Ellie here, yeah, because she's tried to do something like fun and shady, and like it's just not come off because she didn't do it with the sense because of conviction. she didn't do it with conviction because she did it. She she said it and she apo- she apologized as she said it. Do you she know, literally said sorry. Do you know why she couldn't do a conviction? Because she's a sweet person. Mm. But she doesn't. She, she this isn't how she's built. And she's not seasoned enough either. You're right, you're right. To, like, and so, it's like, like who she, she's trying to be a sassy drag mm-hmm. queen and she's seen how they do it. And so she's trying to be that, but that 
she's she's not the kind of girl I knew she wasn't. If it had been taste, it would have been a completely oh, different. Oh, God. If it was like, taste, they wouldn't have questioned it. They'd have been like, ha, 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 you shady bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like, what, bring it on then. I'm going to nail it wherever I am. That's what they would have done. But because it was Ellie and because she apologized for it mm. and she showed that crack, you know. I mean, it's a gay. Say crack again. They see again. a crack. Say crack again. Crack. <laughs> if you show a gay a crack, they're going in for it. They're going in for the kill. Literally, you better watch out. But they saw the cracks in her, so they were like, okay, cool. I'm going to let you know how I feel. Mm. I just, it's conviction it's and it's the that. confidence. Oh, definitely. But Lawrence took it really hard. I, I'm going to say that I think this is because Lawrence sees Ellie as her Scottish ally in this competition and wants yeah. her sister to have her back. But also, you know, Lawrence should just know that she's going to smash it whatever position she's in in this episode. Well, doesn't it show you that Lawrence, as well as she's doing and as well as she is yep. projecting um, her confidence, uh-huh. she's still a bit insecure. I she, she's agree. still in the game. She doesn't yeah. think she's got it in the hand. So definitely, she's been after Bimini. Apparently, Bimini's funny. I Bimini won the snatch game, and Bimini has won comedy mini challenges. Ah, oh, true. You're right. Bimini was high in the improv Good Morning Challenge. Do you know what Bimini is a funny performer? But I don't see the like she on the the Talking Heads. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have that vivacious personality or humor that we see with Tea or Coffee, that we see with Taste, that we yeah. see with Lala Ree, that we see with uh, the other queens. She's naturally very laid back, I think, and quite drama free. She, she's so chill. Yeah, she's horizontal. That's what I love. Isn't, isn't it so good to see a queen on the show who's just like, yeah... Yeah, she'll be right. That's how she was with this whole thing. Yeah. She was just kind of like, yeah, it'll be fine. Like, I'll be funny wherever I go, really, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. yeah, I'm going home. Oh, that sucks, eh, Rue? Oh. Oh, I wish I could have done better. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Do you validate parking? <laughs> no? Should I just walk? No, I'll take myself out. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. I just feel like she's so chill. She is. That's it. And Ahura, like, Ahura being the good TV that she is, just, like, took the opportunity to make a big deal out of it. I think she was like, right, so you put me first, are you? Well, you're a bloody, <laughs> you're a bloody bitch. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to go over here now, you bloody bitch. She's, I love, I, we all love us she's some horror. We she's all love funny. us a bit of a horror. But Lawrence did take that quite to heart, didn't mm-hmm. she? Uh, I want to watch some more and see how this rehearsal goes and uh, maybe we'll get some mirror moments oh, to discuss. Imagine. In Could Drag we? Race, not really. Yeah. Let's make up for last week. This is going to be a two-hour special podcast. <laughs> cast, cast, cast. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's have a see the rest. Okay, so... I do want to have a look at the rehearsals, but mm-hmm. again, let's just combine that in with we'll the final combine it. product. I do want to have a quick conversation about something that I think is really, really important. Mm-hmm. And Taste brought it up. There was actually quite a few things that she brought up. Yeah. Um, some things that are quite shocking, how she's quite self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. It was really, really nice for her to say that. For Taste, someone who was thin, uh-huh. who was amazing skin who was really attractive yeah to hear them say that they have problems that they have insecurities yeah. that they don't feel sexy to hear someone like that say it it just makes it easier for us to accept that or that it's not just me like do you, you need to complete my sentence here tom because you're <laughs> well, the doctor I guess- and i'm like looking at you like finish the sentence no because she was saying it to Lawrence Chaney and Lawrence Chaney the whole time I felt she was quite shocked that yeah her mouth was yeah she was like hold on hold on you're thin you're 
very sexy, mm. you get a lot of attention and you're as, in, as insecure as I am. How is that possible? Because I'm big and I have insecurities. So I just felt like there was something, talk about something really, really relatable. I guess I was hearing two separate things that are probably quite linked, actually, from Tace. So she talked about a really difficult early sexual experience, didn't she? In which she, you know, she had a great time, but she contracted STIs and she spoke about how that affected her trust in people. Obviously, she was young then and she she made, you know, an error of judgment and uh, she trusted somebody, didn't she? Um, which is a wonderful thing, but it, it didn't pay off for her in this situation. It's probably something that, you know, people learn as they, they get older and get a bit of experience. But um, she she talked about how that is now a bit of a barrier to forming relationships with people. That that sounds like it's been a really formative experience for her. But she also spoke about what you just spoke about in that she doesn't seem to feel very self-confident or attractive in herself. Um and again, yeah, it was very kind of like brave and honest of her to talk about. For somebody as like, you know, beautiful to look at as Tace, I did wonder if she was actually, you know, the the effort that she puts into her appearance and the beauty that the Tace manifests, the outward beauty, is a, a reaction to her own low self-esteem about herself um, to, to create this beautiful drag character as a facade and also a means of bolstering her self-esteem. Who is worthy of mm. being beautiful. But think about a lot of drag queens, like even when they're being kind, when they're being sexy and beautiful and perfect, they're still kind of like a kind of distant kind of austere object at the same time, aren't they? I always think like, you know, <laughs> you don't go around hugging and touching drag queens. They'll slap you for it because they're not to be touched. They're to be admired from a distance, aren't they? Like um, very much like cats, very much like cats. Some cats we know. Um, so yeah, that, that's what I took from that. Really, that, and I, I just hope that she can learn from. This sounds like a cliche, but learn from the character of Tace. Perhaps I do want to say this: that sexual health is, is no stigma. Mm-hmm. If you are listening and you are active, just get it done. Get a check. Oh, guys, get, get checked regularly. regularly. I tell you right now: you want to know what real life grinder looks like? Mm. It's in the waiting line at the sexual health clinic Absolutely. in Soho. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I remember one time I went into there to get my, my sexual health check because she was a sexual girl. It's she a, was. <laughs> I, and, and I was a safe. I was always making sure that it, I was safe. It's the and responsible I would go, thing to do. And there's a, there's, a, there's a happy hour where you're allowed <laughs> to go in there without an appointment. <laughs> and I think it's like a Wednesday morning. So you have to go really early. Anyway, you go mm. there and you wait in line. And then it's like every single guy that you've seen on Grindr is <laughs> in that queue. And you're just there going. And, and all avoiding eye contact with you. Exactly. Everyone's avoiding eye contact. Or or for me, I'm like, okay, which one doesn't look like their photo? Like, oh, you are very <laughs> photogenic. Make sure that I don't reply to you. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're going. I had a conversation with one of the guys that we just, like had a chat with but never mm-hmm. met up or hooked up i remember i saw him I'm like hey and he was like oh wow you're talking <laughs> yeah in london we just avoid eye contact but you're going to come up to me and talk to me i was like yeah i will be talking for like a few weeks but you're like, hey how's it going yeah you're getting your check done too so am i gotta be safe and but then it, it is important isn't it to, to kind of like put that stigma to one side and make exactly. sure you're being safe you know using protection getting checked regularly Absolutely. PSA of the day. So I really hope that that's the message that everyone got. Yeah, is mm-hmm. to be be active and being sexually oh, yeah. um, 
Don't let it stop you having a good time, guys. But now, just be safe. I would love to get into the actual comedy sets. Are you ready, Tom? Are yes, you ready, ready to get into this? Because the first one, the opener of the show, is a horror. Now, let's talk about a horror. So, a horror walks out looking like Jane Mansfield. She looks absolutely stunning. She's gorgeous. Yeah, this platinum blonde hair. And She's this, turning looks, stunting pretty. Gorgeous gown. Um, so, what, what did you make of her performance? I... I, I, my humor is very different to hers and I could have, I can appreciate that there were times that I was laughing Mm -hmm. and then there are times where I, um, the crude and the the crudeness of her jokes just didn't resonate with me after a while. Because you're a lady, you're a very dignified lady. Delicate, 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 thank you. No, but it's just not to my taste. But I can also appreciate when something's not all bad. And uh-huh. her set to me wasn't all bad, but it was very reliant on being crude and being sexually crude to be funny. And there were some things yeah, that were believed up that I didn't really get to hear. I don't know. Do you have any idea what it could have been? No, but I often quite find it funny. Like they do an arrested development. Instead of having out and out swearing, they bleep it out. And I actually sometimes find that funnier because you're trying to join the dots in your head and imagine what they would have said. Um, I think, yeah, she was creating like a contrast between the visible glamour and the crudeness of her humour, wasn't she? Okay, yeah, I, I can appreciate that. So she was just like a, like a foul-mouthed glamour puss. Um, I thought she had some funny jokes. I think she really committed and she was surprisingly confident up there on stage, I think. I w- she really flung herself into it, which I thought was great. I think RuPaul was amazing because there was a time that she was starting to stutter and mess up her lines. Well, we she she kept it's... struggling with the, uh, my nan is so stupid. And yeah. she was like, oh, no, no, no. <clears throat> my nanny is so stupid. Oh, let me start again. And then RuPaul said, how dumb is she? Yeah, how yeah, she, you yeah. Know? I thought that, that was, was good. That was really good because A, it said, when you stuff up like that, you're you're worrying about your audience. Mm-hmm. You're worrying about that. Oh my gosh, they've seen me break. Yeah. My character has broken. I feel so vulnerable right now. But to see Ru- anyone in the audience could have done that. RuPaul, mm-hmm. whoever, to see someone um, add to, yes, and how dumb is she? Ask you the question yeah. and almost tell you I'm invested in what you're going with. I don't care that you stuffed up. Continue. That's, that's what it was. That was good. And I really thought that RuPaul... Coming in to save her was really... I, I thought it was awesome. It was, it was teamwork. I wonder if Rue had some awareness of perhaps... It's a very dry house for them because they've got this this setup where they don't have a live audience. They've just got the judging panel. So it must be pretty nerve-wracking for the girls in that sense because they've just got these four sets of eyes staring at them, haven't they? So, yeah, good on Rue. And overall, like I thought this was a, a better performance than I expected from a yeah. horror. She raised a few chuckles from me. If I had popcorn... I'm eating the popcorn during her set, but none of the popcorn spilt. And none of it's got thrown at her. Yeah. I didn't yeah. throw the popcorn at her. None of the popcorn, like, you know, when you laugh so hard that you shake the popcorn bag, <laughs> none of the popcorn left the bag. But I was slowly and appreciatively yes. eating the popcorn. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And yeah, I was there. I was In- there. Interspersed with gentleness. Yeah. And that's yeah. how I'm going to judge these girls. Am I throwing okay. the popcorn at them? Am I eating the popcorn? Or have I laughed? So how did the popcorns on the floor? Okay. All right. The next girl that we're going to have a little look at is Ellie Diamond. Now, <laughs> now, okay. Um, um, you know what? They, when people laugh, they're either laughing with you. Yeah. They're laughing at something that you said that is really, really funny. Or they're laughing 
at you. Yeah. Do you now which which do you feel is appropriate to describe the reaction to Ali Diamond's set? Were they laughing with her or at her? I think at her and with a sense of confusion. It kept cutting to the judges laughing, especially Rue, but really quite confused looks on their faces. It's, you know what? It's the kind of laugh where you're like, what's, hap- like, what's happening? Like, oh my God, it's so funny because it just makes no sense and you just don't understand. It was that kind of laugh. She, I mean, God love her. She committed to it. Yeah, she really, really went for it. And I admire her for that. I think Ellie, like, flat out did her best here. And I really, really admire her chutzpah. Let's say this. Let's say this. She is, what, 21 years old on the biggest show for LGBT, period. Just the biggest show in the, the world. Biggest, it's, it's, even, even outside LGBT, this is one of the biggest shows on television, okay? Mm. She's on there. She's young. She's fabulous. She's she's not a comedian. She she knows that what her strength is is fashion and looks. Okay, this is amazing to see her commit Definitely. to a stand up comedy set that is not in her wheelhouse. When I say commit, she committed. Like some people are so afraid to look ugly, yeah, and that holds people back from performing well when they. They're afraid to be someone else that isn't what they're comfortable being. For her to bring out that, I don't even want to say. I don't. I don't know how to go explain on, go it. On. Do the voice. Dick, dick, I like dick. Yeah, something like that. She was kind of like a demented cookie monster, wasn't she? No, she she took inspiration by Vicky Pollard. Don't you think? No, no, because it was Marjorie Dawes who did the woman oh, love yeah, the cake yeah, thing. That's it. No, that was yeah. it. It was Marjorie Dawes. She took inspiration from that same Mark Luce, Matt Lucas Matt guy. <laughs> so her humor obviously comes from there in some way, shape, or form. I admire the commitment. And you got to admire you have it. to you have to say that the judges were laughing at her not at the content of her stuff she also did take and, and screw the judges i was confused i was confused i was confused yeah if um, i she did you know act on alan's feedback though and she kind of linked in the frog thing i did not understand i was she the frog is that what we're to believe did, tom, tom does she have I, multiple personalities I um multiple personalities. I I think it was like I mean I thought it was insensitive because Tourette's is a real thing, and I really <laughs> felt like she was coming for that community. <laughs> really, for she was coming. Yeah, I think she was. She needs to apologize. I want to see a tweet apologizing to people. Okay. With Tourette's. So our overall opinion is we're left confused, and we, we don't, she raised a few confused chuckles, okay. but the judges laughed. They were laughing at her because at they're her. like, "What the hell is happening now? Here, my popcorn." <laughs> I didn't eat the popcorn. <laughs> the popcorn didn't spill and I didn't throw the popcorn at her. I was just the whole time holding the popcorn yeah. box and wondering what's happening. I can't answer your question. I don't know what happened. I, I, yeah. God love her though. Mm. <laughs> like I, I love, I love her commitment and that she wasn't phased at, at anything. She just kept going and going. Yeah. What about Bimini? Let's have a look. It is it is so refreshing to see someone on... You know what? Mm-hmm. Bimini is a confident person, a quiet confidence, a confidence that is silent and doesn't need to scream, I'm the shit. Absolutely. Someone who doesn't feel like they need to prove 
or justify their place in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Their place in a competition, their place at the bus stop, <laughs> their place in the queue of wherever John Lewis. Wherever. She doesn't need to justify where she is and who she is. And the energy translates on stage when she performs. I feel like I'm watching someone in their own house making me a tea or coffee. She's so... She's so at ease. She's so confident. She's so chill. And the way that she just maneuvered her jokes and just walked around as though... She was just chatting with them in the backyard of her own house. Looking it was natural. Stunning, by the way. Slinking around like Grace Kelly. She's like this gorgeous Hitchcock blonde. Um, uh, I was just so impressed with Bimini. She's my favorite so far of the three we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she, it's exactly as said. She just, she commanded the stage. She had a this really gentle confidence. She wasn't phased by a couple of jokes not landing as as happens in a stand-up set she kept going she didn't flap she had lots of callbacks which i I always enjoy a callback so i enjoyed her you know starting with let's overthrow the patriarchy came back to at the end i liked her um not a joke just a fact that's that's quite a good little they they laughed at that more and more because it became a callback um Really, really good. Just fantastic. So, so dry in her delivery and so confident. Um, and she, she was, she was cheeky and sassy and a, a bit rude without being coarse. Yes, I'm not saying it's a bad thing she, to be a coarse drag queen. I mean, come off it. We all have a coarse drag queen. But sometimes I feel like when you're overdoing the course, it's desperate. You're yeah. desperate to land a joke, or you're really, really like scrambling at the bottom of the barrel for a laugh mm-hmm. and you're right she found a really really good balance she didn't need to go there she found she found a comfortable place yep for her to to, to go to being coarse and if, mm-hmm. if that wasn't enough eh i don't care i'm funny and i'm gonna go on to the next one well done bimini even if even if taste and lawrence are better she's safe this week so my popcorn am i so i'm i'm eating the popcorn and i'm <laughs> You know what? I'm, I'm happily. I'm. I've got the popcorn's almost finished. It's almost finished because I'm just going. I'm. You know, when I'm happy, I eat. <laughs> I'm, I'm an emotional eater, so if I'm eating, I'm really happy. So like, just I'm just laughing and eating mm-hmm. and eating. Some spots on the floor, and so that's that's my rating. Fantastic. That's my rating. I may so. have choked on a few uh, kernels here and there, but it, it was worth it. So the rating is some popcorn on the floor. Yes, mm-hmm. and almost choked, <laughs> which is quite the feat, really. <laughs> I want to talk about the set done by Mr. Lawrence Cheney. Lawrence Cheney. But Tom, I feel like I'll let you go first. Oh, here. wow. Oh, my goodness. What's I, going on? I value what you say and your opinions. Thank you. And thus, <laughs> that's the word I'm using, thus. That sounds And thus, really I shall uh, ask you to go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Go with. I couldn't think of a Roman type <laughs> numeral word for that. But thou, you get my intention. Thou must goeth. Um, so Lawrence comes out looking like a character from Balamori, like a really glamorous school mom from Balamori. Um, she, I thought Lawrence, she really What's had to say Balamori. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, it's a kids TV show. Oh, it's set in Scotland, an island off Scotland. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you. There we go. Um, and everybody all, wears all our international <laughs> listeners who didn't grow up with Dr. Tom. It's a, it's a show. They all wear block colors as well. I thought okay? I was doing a G so... gun. Like what's a DeLorean? <laughs> it's a car. I don't get it. It sounds like an ancient Delta. Yeah. Go um, on. So 
Lawrence, I enjoyed. She came out and she did some classic drag queen tricks, didn't she? Where she came in and she was like, um, like "You're how are you doing tonight? Ah, that was shit. I'll do it again. Ah, that kind of thing." Bringing the energy up. She didn't need to bring the energy up after Bimini though, because Bimini was yeah, really good. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say your first reaction to the "How's mm. everyone going?" I thought it was quite good, and then you yeah. said it was shit. So I would be offended. If I just lost my voice and dropped all of my popcorn to welcome you to the stage, I'm like, whoa, 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 hold up, hold up. I have no time. There's no intermission here. I can't give me some more popcorn. But yes. I think overall, Lawrence is super duper funny. There were plenty of laughs in there. They they made a meal of talking about her going on a long walk towards a punchline, but the punchlines were there. In contrast to, say, Bandler Cram in the season six stand-up, when Dayla never quite got to her punchline and was heckled. So tell us a joke already! <gasps> By Jinx Monsoon's makeover guy. Um, you know that was him, don't you? I, I knew he was in the crowd. I didn't think it was him. Well, that's what everybody it. says. I'm not I don't 100% think, convinced I don't myself, think it was him. Anyway, I don't think. It, it's a funny story if it is. Um, and so, yeah, you know, long walk, but good laughs. Um, you can tell that she's a seasoned comic. I think one thing they're going to critique her on is that she didn't quite have the same balance of comedy and heart that the others have. So, you know, there was like, oh, love and relationships is the theme. She kind of made it a bit more spoken word monologue. I'm telling a story that's really heartfelt. William Shakespeare. Yeah, a bit like Jackie Cox in um, the one-woman show, you know. But it worked in that scenario because it was a one-woman show rather than a stand-up comedy set. Okay. She still had the laughs and she still got there. I still think she was great overall. Yeah, I think with... A stand-up comedy like this, people want punchline. Yeah, immediately. Which Bimini we was want, really good at. Yeah, Bimini we want a punchline every every two sentences. There needs to be a punchline. There needs to be a reason. There needs to be a purpose for that line. Whereas, and it's not a bad thing, but it just wasn't the right place, the right time for her, because it was her jokes were more like store. It was a story. Yeah. Which would have fitted in with um, the season 12 ones. It was yes. a story that had like a way to get there. And the punchline when you got there was amazing. Yeah. Was worth the ride. It was worth the wait. Mm-hmm. But here people want bam, joke, bam, joke. And uh-huh. I found myself going, oh, where are the jokes? Like the punchline took its time. It was very much like Sherry Pie's set. Well, actually, when you look back at Sherry Pie's set, I mean, obviously it was very long and, you know, she went over by how many minutes? Um, the, the At least the way they edited it, the audience was in stitches. Whatever you may think about Sherry Pie as a person in that set, I think her feedback was very good. And the reason that she didn't rank high was because she broke the rules and went about 10 minutes o- over. I, I'd compare this more to Bandla Cram. Okay. Um, and Jackie Cox telling a humorous, gentle monologue, although I would say that um, there were more funny laughs in Lawrence's set yeah. than in the other two comparators. Yeah. I, pre- I, do, I did like Lawrence's, despite mm. the cutaways and everything. If I was to sit there in the show and listen to her, 
I would be invested in that story. I would too. I would too. I would have been invested, mm-hmm. and the editing suggests otherwise. But I was invested in what she was selling. Yeah, me too. They they made a, a bit of a meal of cutting to like Alan gritting his teeth a little bit and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course they're going to do that, and it's really, really hard for Lawrence because the expectation on her is already high Very. because she's funny outside of her character, whereas Bimini is funny as a performer, but she mm-hmm. she's not naturally. She doesn't have that wit and banter with the judges. You yeah. know, every week on the stage you see uh, queens like Tia Coffee, you mm-hmm. see queens like Lauren Shaney who do that natural back and forth whip banter yeah. immediately but Bimini is not like that she's funny when she needs to be yeah. but outside of that you'd think she's stoned <laughs> and props to your mama props to your mama yeah pass the blood <laughs> that's what I feel but that's that's just me okay that's just me and last let's, let's have a look at our queen the Queen uh, of Wales. The Queen of Wales, Miss Tess. Now, is it the bias? Is it not? I actually found her quite funny. <laughs> now, here, I'll tell you why I found her funny. Mm-hmm. A, she read one of the girls, and I hoped that yes. that was going to be a theme. I I hoped that the theme was she was going to go through each That would have been really good. Girls. And read them because when she read Ellie and then had that little character moment where she's like, I can't find it. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, like Phoebe, you know, I ordered the salmon appetizer, but <laughs> I can't see it. I, I can't see it. I thought she was, you know, I really, really appreciated that. And there were just so many little things that she did that just really got me laughing about her talking about the um she'll find love wherever she can grinder hinge tinder delivery live chat i'll get that it where i can good. get it i good. thought that was hilarious yeah. the many times i try to get free food i mean <laughs> that's it <laughs> and she the thing is what i like is that when a tiny slim slender girl like her looking stunning by the way diane carroll meets amy winehouse has as much of a love for food as me Mm. then there's something that's just so amazing about that that you just love her (laughs) like wow she loves food just like i do she did the whole how much she loves being on toes and obviously enacting it out as though it was very sexual i thought that that was great Mm. um the when she would say something really really funny that I wanted to know more about, mm-hmm. she'd go, "That's a story for another time." There's only so many times you can use, and she, you can use that. You know, you, yeah. I'll tell you another time. To be honest, I want to hear about it now. Well, she was used in contrast to say Bimini, who had like an actual thought out callback and a, a, a punchline that she was repeating. Tace was using that as a bit of a crutch yeah. when she couldn't really think of what else to say. And as a transition, it wasn't always working. Exactly. Um, there were there were, there were were some really funny moments. I love that delivery app joke. The beans on toe sequence was fantastic. Uh, and she oozes charm. That's a, There's just something about Tace. Yeah. And it is, it's that je ne sais quoi, isn't yeah. it? It's that... She just gives off this energy that is funny, inviting, and just makes you want to see where it's going. Mm-hmm. She just has that naturally. And she may not be a natural comedian. We know that going into this, she was probably one of the most nervous. Um, well, what because she me- was saying that she's not, she doesn't do comedy, which mm-hmm. is funny because she's 
hilarious. She, she is. is a great talking head. When I look at the Meet the Queens, she was one of the funny ones on there and the most confident and most self-assured <laughs> in there. She doesn't realize that what she does naturally is hilarious. It's the difference between when I, whenever sometimes I see someone in the club mm-hmm. and they're dancing and I'm like, oh my God, they're such a good dancer. They're such a good mover that's natural it just comes to their body but when you ask them to do choreography yeah when you ask them to do a uh, one two three four five prep double trip and one two <laughs> parabore when you ask them to do that they can't do it yeah it's when you're forcing them outside of that of which is natural mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable and i thought that i would see more discomfort with taste on stage but i didn't it was interesting because when she was in the rehearsal the stuff that she was saying off the cuff and just being taste was funny and it should have been part of a stunt, but she needed that little bit of guidance from Alan to say, you need to put that in. That's funny. And it was probably funnier than a lot of the stuff that she wrote. Um, so overall, so we've seen our five girls overall. I think this has been really quite consistently funny and nobody completely bombed. What do you think? I I think that what no no one bombed. Ellie's was weird. I didn't get Ellie's. Yeah, they liked. Now that we've seen it all, we can actually we can actually assess it. Now, for me, who was the best? Would I would say Bimini. Bimini. Bimini was a consummate professional. 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 I do want to say for me, next was for me next was taste. Okay, okay. For me, I guess, interchangeably, probably Taste and Lawrence in the sense that I laughed at both of them. They had some really funny moments, maybe lol. Both of them had periods where I wasn't laughing. I I can see Taste do a 10-minute comedy special, but I could buy a one-hour show dedicated to Lawrence Cheney doing a stand-up. Yeah. Because her jokes aren't... Ha! Joke and mm. joke. Her jokes are, I want to take you on a story and then there's a joke, <laughs> which is what most professional comedians do when they, they can, they have a whole hour show so they don't have to rush. Mm-hmm. You're here to see my funny. I can give you a whole story of it. And I feel like Lawrence Cheney can do that. And I feel like had she kind of condensed everything a bit smaller for this challenge, she mm. would have done much better. And then I'd put kind of a horror because she was funny. Um, but there was this over-reliance on kind of like, I appreciate what she was doing, but there was a heavy reliance on crudeness and a lot of it was bleeped out. So, mm. um, And then for me, for me, I would put Ellie Bottom because I didn't get it. But that might be because I've got a crap sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? The bottom two is definitely a horror and Ellie. I would say. And the other three are top threes for me. Yeah. But I think this might be Bimini's week. So Bimini with her third badge, perhaps. Let's have a quick look at the runway and see what we think after that, yeah? Mm-hmm. Category is Stone on the Runway. Stone. We're starting off with Miss Ahura. Tell me about her. So Ahura comes out in this white stoned dripping in jewels ensemble i'm dripping and dripping it's quite bob mackie it's a little bit victor victoria there seems to be like this medical theme going on because she's got like this nest of strands on her head that maybe represents a virus and she's on an iv drip so is she like glamorous coronavirus um it's very current it's very on brand (laughs) i'm not saying that'd be in the best taste but she looks stunning um, I, I just thought like she's dripping in diamonds and she's coming down with a drip. 
Mm-hmm. And oh, there you go. What? You got it. Dripping, drip, IV drip. Yeah, that's. Oh, did you know? Are you? No, you have oh, to say it. Oh, Dr. Tom, to yeah. you work in a damn hospital. How dare? What? Me? Don't give IVs. You know where what? I you work. know, I was coming for your gig when I was trying to talk about sexual health <laughs> with taste, and I really felt like I was like, why am I coming for your gig? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I was waiting for you to rescue me, but you were just you were just looking at me like, okay, where's this going? And I was like, can you save me? This is hello. interesting. Hello, this this room. I think I see some room on that board okay <laughs> i can see some room on there girl what was your name on titanic let me up <laughs> jack and rose yes i like rose i see space <laughs> save me no there's no space <laughs> <laughs> yeah and number number Katrina. did you like the look i did she looked beautiful She's our fashion queen. She shone and, bright uh, like a diamond. Yeah, very, very diamonds, chandelier. It's kind of like the cousin to Denali's chandelier look. Yeah, kind of, yeah. But just a bit more dripping. What about Miss Ellie Diamond? What do you think? So Ellie comes out. She's very like ice dancer look to me. It's very like Tonya Harding does a kind of like ice princess look. Um, like a bit like that McQueen uh, ice queen runway. Um, but it's not quite as like elegant or extravagant. I think she looks beautiful. I think she looks really pretty. There's certainly lots of stones on there. Overall, I'm slightly underwhelmed by the look because I feel like she's got this big naked patch in the middle. Um, she's got the puff sleeves and the mini skirt and the boots are a bit, dare I say, ugly. Um, overall, not my favorite look on the runway this week, but Ellie always looks highly polished. There it is. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Her makeup is always stunning. Mm-hmm. But I agree with what you say. And exactly the same silhouette as last week as well. Um, Very, but- yeah. Her silhouettes can get quite repetitive. Yeah. But that's not to take away from the fact that she is polished. Now, let's look at Bimini. Talk to me about her. I'm not saying I understand Bimini's, but she's really going for something here with her kind of crystal acne extravaganza. Um, she does look like Shirley from EastEnders with that hair. Um, and she's kind of in this spattered, stoned Vivian Westwood coat. Um, it's kind of utilitarian, big, heavy coat. Uh, I don't get the concept, but she looks cool. I don't get it, but she looks cool. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's what I think. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I think. That's my opinion, Tom. I have <laughs> thoughts, and that was it. So, so she, she certainly performed it. She was squeezing zits on the runway, which I think is a first for Drag Race. I just wouldn't be for Dragula. You though. know what? When I heard stones on the runway, I was hoping someone would walk down there with like Mama Queen. You remember Mama yeah. Queen's cannabis look? It, it's, it's, I was really hoping that someone would do a cannabis look and walk down stoned on the runway. It's crying out for that, isn't it? Yeah. And I was, as I thought if someone would do it, it would be Bimini from East London. Mm-hmm. And she came out popping zits. Well... There we go. Which is what you do when you're stoned. So uh, <laughs> let's move on to Lawrence Shaney, who just... <laughs> so Lawrence is in this kind of intergalactic 50s B-movie, Invaders from Mars get-up. She reminds me of, uh, you know, that Pokemon Diancy. No, you've not used Diancy, have I you? know Diancy. Yeah. She's so got she... that ability where she gets a special attack boost every time someone dies, which I think is very unfair. Yeah. Don't come for me, my Pokemon. <laughs> don't, well, don't try but it. But she's got that sort of crystal geode thing going on, hasn't she? Rose quartz mm. kind of thing. So, like, yeah, that's what I think. I, I think she looked, again, cool and interesting. And I, I get the Stones reference. It's not. It's different. It's unusual. It's I do want to say that. If there's someone here who understands how to create body, it's Lawrence. Yes, she pads beautifully. She 
as body defined. And Tace walking down this runway, I just think that you, it's really hard to to judge Tace's looks because she herself is so sexy and model esque. So she always looks beautiful, and I love her hair and makeup and it's, here. And um, it's always hard for me to appreciate the fashion because she literally makes everything she wears look good. So this this look, um, obviously, she mentions um, Terry Mugler. It's very that nineteen ninety five runway look with the the kind of Maria from uh, what do you call it? Side Story. No, Metropolis. <laughs> kind of. Uh, uh, golden body armor look and it's been referenced before on drag race and i will say it's been referenced better before uh, raja of note did it on her season it's also very beyonce and sweet dreams okay yeah you know the the mugler kind of corset she 3p ho kind of look yeah um i'm just really embarrassed that i didn't say that and yeah you... well i was waiting for you to get there um <laughs> i was i will say I, th- I think Tace herself looks stunning. I've seen this look done better. Okay. Um, I feel like it looks a little bit cheap and plasticky. It could have fitted her body better. Um, so she's beautiful. Not my favorite look. All right. Look, we've seen all the looks now. I want you to give me your top and your bottom two. With looks alone. Yes. My no, fa- no. With the whole thing. The whole shablam. Because I'm so invoking right now. <laughs> I'll go first. My top this week is going to be Bimini. My bottom mm-hmm. two is still going to be Ellie Diamond and Ahura. I will say Ahura has the best look on the runway. She always does. Yeah. Should it save her from the bottom? Mm, I don't think it should keep... It, I don't think that should push Lawrence or Tace. Yeah. The yeah. Their looks aren't that bad where it can mm. overthrow. Mm. For me. But what do you what do you, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I do always place more emphasis on the challenge and I see the looks as like a gorgeous bonus. Yeah. In, unless somebody does stunningly terribly yeah. in the looks okay. and that kind of thing. Um so, so my, my opinion's not changed. It's the same as mine? Great. So <clears throat> are you as confused and borderline upset that the bottom three is Tace, Ahura, and Ellie Diamond. That's what we predicted, really. But the bottom two are for who have the lip sync is going to be Ahura and Tace. I do find it confusing. I, I, what we predicted actually was more of a top three and a bottom two. And what we've been given is a top two, which were deserved. Lawrence and Bimini win to Bimini. Congratulations, Bimini. Really good. Yep. Lawrence you know, not far oh, Yes, congratulations, it. Bimini. Yeah, Let, we knew, let's, we, let's we give knew you were going to win. But this has been overshadowed by Tace and Ahura being in the bottom two. Hell, this is the second time that they have saved Ellie purely out for, for no reason. I mean, this is for storyline purposes because Ellie got some of the harshest critiques in terms of her set. Which we found the most confusing and laughed, laughed the least at. And the judges kind of concurred with that and said that their laughter was born of confusion. Also, Michelle said that her her runway look was the least creative on the runway, which I think is fair. She looked beautiful, but it wasn't creative. The judges showed more appreciation for Tace's runway they did. and for Tace's uh, comedy set. So I am... It's mystifying, And, and also, it's above that, we thought that too. We were like... Taste was really, really good. The bottom is going to be Ahura and Ellie. I don't know why Ellie is safe. And it's. I know why, because they want to see the two besties, Ahura and Taste, in the bottom for storyline purposes. 
this is this is what they want. Um, they're about to lip sync. We've not seen lip sync yet, but we are. We do have a great freeze frame here of a horror's face, and she looks like she's about to stab a bitch. Do you know what? I want to take a photo of it right now, and uh, this really sums up life. <laughs> and I want to post Poor it. Horror. I'm going to post it right now to the Twitter, and it's going to be. Taste the the, the the it's the look. This is going to be a meme. This is going to be a meme, and before it becomes a meme, I'm going to post it up. You're going to claim it. Period. I'm, I, and I'm writing. What should I write on the tweet? Um, something really, really witty. This is what episode eight looks like. <laughs> Choices. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> dot dot dot. Choices. Hashtag Drag Race UK. She looks stunning, but if looks could kill. Oh, yeah. If, if looks could kill, she's wearing it. She's wearing death. Ellie Diamond would be on the floor by now. And Drag Race hashtag. Done. There it is. I've uploaded it now. Go and like it and tell me that you're the biggest <laughs> fan of me, period. <laughs> that Tom is just a, a byproduct of my excellence. <laughs> I'm the understudy. So let's crack on with the lip sync. Yeah, let's have a look. But I'm I'm really disappointed at this. I'm really disappointed at the show for doing this. Yeah, this wasn't fair. there's times where you just need to really appreciate the art and the craftsmanship the, the, that the, the queens give and when that's completely being disregarded because you have a different agenda for mm. your producer's storyline it kind of just they're pawns at the end of the day aren't they at least being given they have no control preferential treatment throughout the whole season and so that's continued and they just really like the idea of taste and a horror the best friends lip syncing against each other yep so Let's have a look at the lip sync, but let me yeah. just say this. First of all, Tay shouldn't be in the bottom. Let's be completely Tay shouldn't serious. Have been there. Tay shouldn't have been there. And there is some kind of favoritism that we are seeing a preferential treatment given to Ellie Diamond, yeah? We are. And I think the show probably sees her as the youth appeal Instagram. What girl. I want to say is this for the for the lip sync between Ahura and Tay's. I thought Ahura was going to win. I actually did say about halfway through Ahura's won. And the reason I want to say is this. Mm-hmm. Ahura was showing raw emotion to the Very song. Intense. Very she was She was the artist. She was the lady singing. And I felt like if the emotion of the song mm-hmm. had a visual, that visual is Ahura. It was- now, for taste, I want to say... Tace is an amazing performer, Mm -hmm. but she is very aware of her body. So she, instead of showing that vulnerability and the rawness, she was sticking to her her movements that she knows makes her look sexy. She was very, very, she was too much in control of her body. She knew that angle there. She knew that mm. this arm here. She She's like this, a model, she, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she knew this shape here would look pretty. She knew that this pose would look pretty. She wasn't breaking out and feeling the emotion, whereas a horror really was. I believed a horror in this lip sync more than taste. And that's just, that is the truth. That's the T. That's the G in T. <laughs> well, it was, you'd have to say you love me by Dusty Springfield, wasn't it? So it's this powerful 60s ballad and very emotional. I agree with you that Ahura gave a lot more intensity. Um, Taste did a great job as well. Um, to me, I would have quite liked a double Shantae, and I think it would have served the story better, actually. Um, I think it, it was quite a 
a horror going home felt like quite an unsatisfying conclusion to her story arc to me. Um, we saw this rise in trajectory. We saw her showing more personality, more comedy, you know, winning a challenge last week. If it really did feel like we'd seen all that Ellie could give us, and it made sense for Ellie to, she wouldn't, Ellie wouldn't have survived lip sync against Tace. Mm. I do uh, want to say this. Or yeah. a horror, actually, given the performance that horror gave. You know, it would have been correct for it to be a horror and an Ellie in the bottom. Yeah. So, spoiler alert, I taste sent home a horror. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say this. Taste, I feel, didn't win the lip sync, but Taste should never have been in the bottom anyway. Mm-hmm. So, there is that justice there yeah. because it should have been a horror and Ellie. Um, but a horror, for me, won that lip sync. And that's just it. But I, I think it, that's fair enough. I does it matter because it's what's done is done. A horror has left, and we're now left with the top four, who is Lawrence Cheney, Bimini, Tace, and Ellie Diamond. Which doesn't feel like a great fit. Um, Bimini and Lawrence are storming the competition with three wins each. Tace has won from a group challenge, I will say, and Tace has had the most time in the bottom. And Ellie is Ellie has just been favoritized by the show and yeah. it, she doesn't feel like a natural fit for this top four yeah let's see how it unfolds look that's it that's our episode for this week mm-hmm. it's actually been really great to come back and talk to you all yes. I, I really do feel like it's been such a long time <laughs> look thank you for joining us for spilling the gnt podcast you already know what i'm gonna ask i'm I'm going to plead you. No, not plead. We, <laughs> we don't, don't need plead. A, we don't need a plea. We, we don't need, need a big. Beg. We're good. We're getting Look, stellar feedback from our loyal can listeners. Can I just say this? Are we, I love the fact that people are commenting and yeah. messaging us. Can I say, please, 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 it'll be really, really good for our algorithm if you could review, write a review on yeah. Apple Podcasts. We would actually really love that, guys. That would be really, yeah, really helpful. It would be really great if you could do that to help our algorithms and help Paolo, our podcast grow. Paolo's using words I don't even understand here. Algorithms. Yeah. I don't know what they have, but they're very important. Just say talk. <laughs> if you can, um, please write us a review. Also, please make sure you subscribe. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, you all know that we have a Twitter and Instagram, and we love interacting with each and every one of you so please do reach out if you can but that's us for the week on Spitting the GT Podcast this is Bolo and Dr. Tom we'll see you guys next time lots of love guys see you soon